You are listening to the In Perspective Weekly Podcast with Bob Branco and Peter O'Toole. Hello, everyone. Welcome to In Perspective. My name is Bob Branco, and this is episode 262. With us, as always, my good friend and colleague, Peter Altschul. Peter, what's going on today in Colombia? Uh, it's about 90 degrees. It's supposed to get to 102 or 3 next week. But the big news for me is I'm in my new apartment. So, Congratulations. Uh, so we, we seem to be in good shape and happy to move along. Well, I'm glad that you are comfortable in your new home, Peter. May you have good luck there. Well, thank you. All right. Here in the Northeast, we're raining like crazy this afternoon, and the temperature is going to drop from the 80s down to the 60s and 50s. We're going to have a cool weekend up here. Wow. Way below average. I would like to thank those people who make it possible for In Perspective to be made available to the general public. Raymond Gay, our producer. Tom and Lynn from the Rosie's Place chat line. Our media outlets. And Jacqueline Sylvia, our website designer. She archives our programs on my website, which is www.brancoevents.com. And I also want to say hello to a couple of listeners out there who are listening faithfully. Chad Grover and Penny Fleckenstein. How are you today? A while ago, we had a lady on our podcast who expressed her concerns about youth on social media. As a matter of fact, she and I collaborated on a local event, and I'm sure she remembers this, in New Bedford. She came down here to be a Mm -hmm. guest speaker at a forum called Children and Social Media, a Conversation. It was held at our local branch of Gifts to Give. We had a nighttime of parents, and we had some teachers there. And our guest, Maria Martin, was our keynote speaker for the event. It went very well, I thought. Maria, we thought of you yes. again. We thought of you Thank again. Thank you. So we're Thank you for having me. Welcome you back to In Perspective. So, Maria, you have two children, and I know this is one of the reasons why you have a passion for this topic. As a matter of fact, I do too. I think technology is great when it's used properly and when it's managed properly. But I also think some people go overboard with technology, and I'm not here to blast it. I have technology myself, but I only use what I use when it makes life convenient. I don't try to go overboard with it. I don't try to take advantage of it. But you're here to set this all straight and to put it in perspective. So, Maria, I'll let you start wherever you'd like right now. Well, first of all, thank you for having me back. Um, Yes. My kids are now in their early 20s, out of their teenage years, and still very, very active with social media. Um, It's a lot of bullying, I've noticed. You hear about all these cases just recently, was it a couple of years ago, where that girl was accused of her boyfriend killing himself in the car? Do you remember that? It was local. It was Michelle Carter. It was, was back in two thousand yes, seventeen. Yep. Correct. She was accused. And she they, was accused. She was right. accused of telling her boyfriend that it was yes, okay for him to kill, kill himself. That's right. Over a telephone with text messages. 
And that's what they do. They bully each other. They send naked pictures to each other. And this is why these kids today, I really believe, are anxiety-ridden and depressed because they can't get away from it. It is 24-7. It does not shut off. When we went to school, if we were bullied, yeah, we were bullied. We went home. It was over. But this is constant. It is the TikTok, which is the latest craze, which I don't understand it. People make videos that last, what, three minutes, and they're obsessed with it. And the kids like it because they have no attention span anymore. So I have a question. So I have a question, Maria. The people who invented the TikToks and the Twitters and the WhatsApp and all these fandangled, whatever you want to call it, what did they have in mind for these kids? I'm hoping that they didn't have what you're talking about in mind because that would be disastrous. I really don't know what they were thinking. I really don't know. But everything around us is social media. Everything. You go to the store. You go to Walmart. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter or an Instagram and all that. Why? There's just too much information and a lot of false information. And I really believe that all these apps don't let the kids think for themselves anymore. I really don't think they can think for themselves. What can they parents find do? Them Nothing, because guess what? The parents are doing the same things. Okay? You go to the park, and you see the kids playing, and the mothers are sitting there with the cell phones, playing their games, or talking on Facebook, or watching a TikTok video, or whatever it is they're doing. They're not paying attention to their children anymore. And I see these little kids, five, six, and seven, sitting in a grocery carriage with a cell phone in their hand. Why do they need it? Why does a five-year-old need to have a cell phone in his hand playing a game, watching the video? That's ridiculous. Okay. Why? What is the purpose of that? Interact with your child. You know? If you're out in the playground, you need to be watching your child. You don't know what's happening. Okay? And what really gets me is there are so many predators online. Dating sites, Facebook, all these sites. You really do not know who you are talking to. You you don't. God knows who it is. It could be a man posing as a little girl. It could be an older man posing as a little boy. You don't know. There is absolutely no way to find out who you are talking to. That's why I don't believe in online dating. 
And oh, that's a whole other ball. That's a whole other can of worms all together. But once again, oh, it's easy. Just download this app on your phone. And you can tell the weather. And you can, you know, see what's on television. You can see who's in your area. You can track someone where they are by their phone. And that's what it is. Once you have one of these phones or one of these devices, you have no more privacy. They can track you. They can find you. So I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. I do not do any banking on my phone. I don't do Samsung Pay. I don't do Apple Pay. I pay the old-fashioned way. (laughs) One reason that I don't, Maria, one reason that I don't do any of that stuff either is, is very simple. I don't want my private information in the cloud. I just don't. And that's what it is. And that's what it is. Now, you don't even have to go deposit a check. You can just take a picture of it. Oh, sure. Sure. Do you know how many people can see that? It has your routing and your tracking number right on the telephone. Why would it, why does any, everybody want to do that? You know? Because it's allowed. You see the people on the train with the phone, with the phone. Why? You're going to end up, if you are walking with your cell phone, you're going to fall into a ditch. I swear to God. That's how unconscious these people are. You know? And and honest to goodness, the kids are getting younger and younger and younger who have these devices and who have these things. I mean, it's ridiculous. My kids were in high school when I gave them cell phones. Good for you. And it wasn't even a smartphone. It wasn't. It wasn't until they were junior and seniors when I gave them a smartphone. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Maria, I, 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 uh, you have two kids. I'm sure you have, and I've raised uh, or helped raise three uh, stepkids. Um, and I'm sure there are other folks listening to this program who have, who have raised or are in the process of raising kids. Uh, what do you, when you have these conversations with the kids about you know, expressing your concerns and their, and their, they're absolutely legitimate concerns. What what do what do the kids say? What is their response? Nothing. Oh, stop! Come on, Ma. Come on, that doesn't happen. That's not going to happen. How old they were they? When, so how old were they when they said that to you? Just recently. Oh. They're jaded. They are jaded. It is instilled into them, even in the school system. Don't they hear the news? Don't they hear the news? They don't listen to the news. You know where they get their news? Online. That's not the best source to get news. I'm sorry. No. No. And in fact, when my daughter was doing her um, history class, the teacher said to her, I only want you to use two news sources, NPR and BBC. And that was it. The only two things. And if you want to do research on someone, go on this website and look up this information. How do you know that information is even correct? We don't know. 
I well, don't know. This 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 ties into your concerns because uh, yeah, as somebody as, as someone who tutors uh, uh, Missouri student athletes, one of the things that th- these uh, students have to learn, all students have to learn doing research, is uh, to figure out which which information is 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 accurate and trustworthy and which is not. And that's one of the issues we're experiencing now as a country because we get our information from two different sources, you know, or, or you know, from from different different uh, planets, if you will. Um, and there is no, there are fewer sources that uh, all of us uh, agree to be trustworthy sources, right? Right now, you know, even the New York Times is, is mistrusted by half the people on the uh, on the planet. So, and I think that's one of the things that. Uh, uh, this online things has caused or, or, or helped helped to cause. Um, oh, absolutely. Yeah. And look yeah. at our news. And look at our news. You put the news on, which was on, which is on 24-7-365. Constantly. Morning, noon, and night. And it's either bad or some celebrity. Since when did celebrities become part of our news? Always, not, actually, always, not, always, well, al- always is the answer. But, but, we, but we, we know more about these people than we want to know. Well, exactly. Yeah. That's but, what I'm saying. I mean, Will Smith hits this person in the face. It was all over the news. So what? That was breaking news. Breaking news. Okay. To so, be honest, how many, how many people care? I don't. That's not when I put on the news. I want to know what's going on. I'm going with traffic. I want to know the weather. Uh-huh. I want to know what's going on. Not what celebrity is hitting some other celebrity. That's well, in this nonsense. case, Will Smith. In this case, Will Smith did it publicly, and exactly. that didn't help the situation. But the point is, is that should not be breaking news. You know how they flash the. Th- so what? Well, a lot of the media is looking for sensation, and that's what and it's that's all what about. It is. And, it's, and it's all about sensation. That's it. Now they have a lot of women who are doing, you know, the news, and that's fine. Kudos to them, but they need to stick to the news. I find it very distracting when they start talking about what they're going to have for lunch. I mean. What does that have to do with the news? Well, so, Maria, do you do you listen to WEEI, the sports talk show station in Boston? I don't. Listen to them? No, I don't okay. listen to it. Well, let me briefly fill you in on what happens. It's a 24-7 talk show station about sports. But there's only so mm-hmm. much sports that you can talk about. So what a lot of these hosts do is they spend time talking about the sex lives of some of these athletes and and even to the point where they may have criminal records and, or, or they're cheating on people or what they said to the fans on social media. There was this little kerfuffle going on last year with Bill Belichick's girlfriend, Linda, who was angry with a lot of the fans and they were having arguments on social media about Bill. And this is stuff that means absolutely nothing to me. Nothing at absolutely. all. Nothing at all. Uh, I care so about you know I, I care more and, I, and, I, and I'm proud to say this quote I've said it many times 
I would rather hear about what athletes do on the field, how they score on the field, than how they score in the bedroom. And that's exactly what these stations were. That was the purpose of them all. But now they have to fill all this time because there's not enough to talk about. So let's talk about someone's life. And that's someone's personal life. I'm sure the athletes do not appreciate that. I know I wouldn't like it. You know, keep the keep the stations to what they're meant to be. On a related subject, I try to encourage people who are on Facebook or Twitter or any other platform, if you don't want your personal information circulated all over the planet, don't put it out there to begin with. Absolutely. If you had and a fight with if, if you had a fight with your boyfriend, keep it off of social media. Don't tell anybody oh, about it. That's right. And that's the problem. Um, we have too much time on our hands. Technology has made us lazy. It does so, it all for us. We don't so, have to work for anything anymore. So yeah, why not? I'm bored. I'm going to sit here today and I'm going to tell everybody I had a fight with my boyfriend. And then when they tell the person, they tell everybody they had a fight with their boyfriend and everybody comments and the person gets mad. Well, guess what? Keep him. Don't even post it. You raised an interesting nobody- point. You raised an interesting point. You said that people have too much time on their hands. How come they didn't have too much time on their hands before social media was invented? Why because now? We had to, because we had to pick up a telephone or we had to write a letter or if you wanted to see your friend you would have to walk across no, they, the they can still do that though they can but still do that they can still join matter. they could still join little league they can still join a lot of these pop warner activities they can still go out to the playground or to an amusement park or get involved with the scouts do a lot of the kids stuff that we grew up with they can still do it they can, but guess what? The parents don't want them to do it anymore. They I'm don't not, want I, I, I'm, not sure, I'm not. I'm not sure it's a matter of them not wanting to. I think it's a matter of, ironically, uh, parents just being uh, way busy. Uh, uh, you know, uh, work is is you know uh, being at the office for long periods of time is prized in this country as compared to other countries. Uh, you know. They, uh, and yet they're less productive. You know, they're in the office oh, more yeah. and they're less productive. Now it's 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 changed a little bit uh, since the since the COVID thing, and they're sort of what, what's going on right now uh, is uh, people are trying to figure out. Okay, now that we can go back in the office, do I want to go back in the office? And do I want to be in the office for as long as I used to be? You know, they they've learned yeah. that there there are other ways of doing business than there used to be. We're we're in a very interesting time in the in the world of work that I'm not sure how it's going to play itself out. Um, and that's, I mean, that, that's a, that's a different conversation, but the issue, you know, I'm not, the issue, I'm not sure the issue is so much a matter of, 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 of us being, being um, uh, lazy, maybe the wrong word, you know, it's, it's a matter of we're over-programmed. It, it's one of those ironies of life because we're over-programmed. We, 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 we take shortcuts other. We take shortcuts elsewhere, and one of the things that we do is use social media more for our social interactions. 
Um, and it, it's, uh, you know, we, 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 all of us like being entertained. I mean, the, the, these arguments were going on when we were growing up about television, right? You know, television is the worst thing that ever existed because all people do is sit in front of the boob tube. Remember the boob tube? You, um, yeah. you know, that, that was the, that was the term that was used when, when, when I was growing up. Um, so on one level, I, I think it, 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 that what we're talking about here is sort of a, a, a mistrust of, of, of technology we don't fully understand on the, on the other hand uh you know what what we've what you all have been saying and I, i've been struggling with this too is the statistics tell the story i mean uh you know suicides and anxiety and and, and mental illness among younger people especially is through the roof and part of that has to do with what you're talking about the online bullying that we've been we've been you know you guys have been mm-hmm. talking about and you know not going out and hanging out with people as, as much. Um, the virus is, you know, the, the way we handle the virus has contributed to the problem as well. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a major thing I, 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 on a, on a sort of a parallel note. Um, there are three or four songs in the top 40 these days that I can think of one in particular that's focusing just on this topic. Why am I, why am yeah. I feeling so disconnected? Is did, did the pill, did the pill I take, you know, uh, work too well, you know, what, what pill, do I, what, what pill should I take next? You know, there, there's a lot of that going on sort of behind the scenes that's being written, that's being talked about, uh, in, in, in pop music these days, because that's a lot of what, of what's, what's happening out there, you know? So in addition to the, you know, I, I love you themes and, uh, you know, uh, breakup themes and all the stuff that we all know and love is, and, and that's still out there too in today's pop music. Now you have, um, this sort of undercurrent of anxiety and, uh, um, and and hostility sometimes, and you know, and and that just wasn't there as much in when we were growing up. So that's that's my sort of rant uh, on on that particular subject. The problem, and I want to say one more thing too. One of the things I find really interesting is that the folks who run social media uh, uh, who are executive who are team leaders who are executives in the in the social media realm Twitter and and meta the old Facebook and all those are are saying to their kids you can't do this you can't watch it you can't use this stuff because they understand that the way it's the way they program this stuff is addictive it's the same thing as gambling yeah. it's the same thing as drinking they 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 haven't figured out so that you know people go in to see how many how many how many posts they uh, they've written are liked, or what kind of reaction they get to posts? I mean, I, I I'm a I was a huge Twitter fan and still like Twitter, but um, last September I I had a, a health issue, and and I sort of in, in trying to pick up my life. One of the things that happened is I just decided, and I was it was a it was a sub it was it wasn't even deliberate. It was sort of a subconscious thing that I was not going to go back on Twitter. Because it just it wasn't doing anything. It wasn't doing anything for me uh, on on an emotional level uh, that was helpful. Um, on professional level, it was helping because it, it helps when you're uh, uh, you know who do the work that I do to have a presence on Twitter and to have a presence on on social media. I just can't or, or won't or whatever. Just don't want to do it anymore. Now maybe there'll come a time when I will, but right now I don't. And uh, I, I I have to say that I, I think my life is better off because of it and mm. um I, I, yeah now and i was on twitter for 20 minutes a day 
you know, at most, no more than that. And you and I, we all know that there are people who are on Twitter hours a day, right? Um, and I'm not even talking about uh, what's uh, 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 TikTok and Instagram and all those things um, that, you know, and, and that, that it's deliberately planned that way. They want people to stay on their things as long as they can. Do you know how many, I, I just one other thing, do you know how many, I get three or four emails a day from Twitter saying, hey, come back to Twitter. We miss you. Look at well, your I get app. that too. I opened yeah. up a Twitter account several years ago and I don't use it. I, I use it because of Project Starfish mm-hmm. that Maria is very familiar with. Right. And I always get messages, Bob, we miss you. Bob, yeah. we miss you. I'm not interested. Yeah, I mean, but it's, yeah. it's fact, well, it's just like every other advertising campaign. They want people to get back, and and the reason is because the, you know that this is a money making money making machine for all these outfits, and uh, you know, um, and so anyway, I, I the, the issue is I, I mean, there are really legitimate concerns. You know, the addictive component, the mental illness issues that are happening, um, you know, uh, the distractions that it's causing. Um, you know, those are all real issues. The pro- Don't forget one more, Peter. Yeah. Socialization. You know, if all they want to do is text and and use their smartphones, they're not socializing like we did. Well, no, and, and, but and, for them, that is socializing. Well, that, and that's, them, that's that yeah. is that's it. That's their socialization. So the the, the question becomes. You know, I mean, look, we 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 are a different generation than the younger folks, and so it's easy for us to say, you know, uh, you know, we, we haven't figured out. You guys need to learn from us. The fact is, we aren't doing very well either. Um, no, with 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 or without social media, and so no, Peter, Peter, we were told that by our own predecessors. Exactly, exactly. So I'm I'm really reluctant to tell kids. You know, we, we, we have it all figured out and, you know, you shouldn't be doing this. You shouldn't be doing that because you know, the, the kids are pretty smart. They, they, they know perfectly well that we're, we haven't got it figured out and, and they'll tell us so. That was what, that was what my stepkids said to, you know, when we, we get in these conversations, stop telling us what to do when you're in some cases doing the exact same thing. And um, so the question sort of becomes, this is a problem. I think all of us agree that it's a problem. I mean, you know, I, I don't, uh, it's very rare that I actually agree with 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 guests about, about a lot of the stuff, but it, it you know the research is out there. It, you you can't run from it. The problem that I have is what do we do about it? What what can we as adults do uh, to to support our kids to do what we think is better behavior? Right to not be on as long as they are to 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 uh, you know go out and play baseball or go out and play sports. You know, to get involved with, as Bob said, these institutions that that we engaged with, you know, all those kinds of things, uh, we need to figure out ways of, because there are benefits to um, Twitter. I mean, I one of the reasons I like Twitter, uh, and uh, is that it, you 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 could you could find act you could find inf- you could find interesting information on Twitter. You you could search for stuff. And go through and find interesting stuff that's relevant. And you know, as a blind person, and all of us are blind on this show, I think, you know, th- that's something that 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 we simply couldn't do five years ago or ten years ago, right? And, you know, it was you know we would need to get sighted assistance to to find the information. Now we don't. We we can Google it. You know, we can go on Facebook or Twitter. We can you know now is it perfect? Of course not. We've been talking about this for the past however long it's been. The show started. 
we 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 couldn't have run this show without this technology, right? You know, this this is this is based this is you know, this is stuff we we could not have done growing up. So there are a lot there are really good things about this stuff um, that are that I really appreciate, and I'm not the only one, obviously. But the problem is, um, you know, well, too much of anything is a bad thing. And many of us use it for the wrong purposes, you know, we've, we've, as we've talked about. And we're even encouraging, in some cases, younger kids to, to, to do it, um, you know, to, to, to uh, do things, you know, to, to use it as for things that it shouldn't be used for, or it shouldn't be used for as much. Boy, I'm ranting, aren't I? So, um, you know, I, I, the issue, I think, is not so much, we're not going to, this, this stuff isn't going to go away, right? It isn't going to go away. We can complain about it all we want. The question is, what do we do about it? What can we as adults do to encourage folks coming behind us to find other strategies besides uh, social media to to make those connections? Uh, you know, and I think that's the real question. What do we? What do we? What do we do differently as a society and as parents and as people who care about young people um, to 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 help them use this stuff more responsibly? I have a that's, very that, radical. That, that, I have that's, a very radical question. thought. Peter, I have a very radical thought. What if government sets a day aside to shut off cyber completely? To I don't think it's possible. Happen. Well, I mean, there are uh, 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 programs out there that people mm-hmm. go to. They make lot, they go to these programs and uh, and and what they do is they they say you can't be on social media for thirty days, just like any other substance abuse right situation. But how is that managed? How is that monitored? Uh, the answer is I don't know. Uh, but apparently, the folks who have done it, you know, it's, it's a voluntary social media fast, and folks who go through it say, ironically enough, on social media that it really it really helped them gain that perspective that there are other things in life besides how many likes they have on Facebook or Twitter, you know. Um, but they, you sort of forget because of this addictive quality of this stuff. Um, but but Bob, you're you're I think you're onto something. I think we as I don't and the government can encourage it. They can't mandate it, right? They can't. So. They can't. But they can encourage it. You know. Um, you know, uh, when Nancy Reagan was uh, first lady in in uh, in the eighties, you know, her her thing was just say no. Remember the drug uh, no no to drugs. Yes. Now, that was not an especially effective approach for reasons we can go into later, um, but at least, but that was her theme. She she drug drug issue was an important issue to her, um, and, you know, and and people in authority, you know, can can say things, you know, if done effectively, can can do things that to 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 encourage better behavior if they model it. Michelle Obama's issue was eat, uh, for kids. She was worried about kids' obesity, right? And so she was trying to. Uh, encourage schools not, you know, to, to serve stuff that wasn't, uh, you know, greasy food. Well, that that has its problems, right? You know, how many kids actually like tomatoes? Um, but but her her her, I think her heart was in the right place. But the question is, what do we, you know, um, how do we? What do we do? I mean, what are simple things that we can do as adults? Um, and the first thing that comes to mind, and, and something you said, Maria, is we should stop. We should stop. We should we should be using it as often as we are. You know, it's it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, and I became really conscious of this uh, with my stepkids because um, 
we'd be we'd be we'd be encouraging them not to be not to be on social media as much. And their response was, "You're doing it just as much as we are." And the fact was, exactly. there were the fact is we were, uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, my soon to be ex wife and I were doing that. And so, you know, if it, it what it what it conveyed to them is we you know you you're telling us what to do, but you are doing it yourself. You know, you know, get a life. And kids kids see that hypocrisy. They they're they're wired to see it, and you know. So the first thing we it seems to me that we should be th- doing is, if we have to use it for work, fine. If we have to use it for you know for, you know for a brief period of time, fine. But at the at the dinner table, why is Never. it that we what what why, why is it that we adults? Never mind the kids. Why is it that we adults, you know, uh, have this stuff at the dinner table? It's ridiculous. In restaurants too. In oh restaurants too. And restaurants too. And uh, Peter, you were talking about a bid for attention. Well, I, I'm calling it that when you say that a lot of kids they they want to know how many likes they have on certain posts. To me, that's a bid for attention. Now, did we need that much attention? Were we starving for attention when we were young? That uh, today's yeah. kids they because to me that's all what it is. Um, it, it's a bid for attention. They want to know if they have ten likes or thirty likes or 122 likes. I mean, if it's that important to a child to know all that, then that child is starving for attention. We were never that starved for attention. Not that oh, I, know. I, I, I think we were. It's just that we, 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 but, but, but we had, we had other outlets. We, um, part, part of the problem, and, and it's hard to, to separate this stuff out, is the issue of institutions, right? Little League, the Scouts, and all those things, Bob, that, that, you're, that you're talking about. Um, and all the other things that we kids did as, as organized activities, they're 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 not as uh, as uh, respected as they used to be, and they're yeah. and for some and there there's good reason for it, you know, and and you know because uh, a lot of bad stuff has happened, and, and and you know, have you checked out what's been going, what, what went on in scouting, you know, the the Boy Scout with all the abuse that was that was going on within Boy Scouts. Hell, I wouldn't want my kids to go to Boy Scouts, given all that stuff that was going on. You know, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, the Scoutmasters abusing the boys. I mean, I, you know, I'm a parent. I, I you know, I wouldn't want my kids to to, be, to go through that. The, our whole institutions need to be upgraded and, and improved. Um, I think that's, to me, that's an issue that, um, uh, you know, and and, need, and for those who are doing a good job, they need to be encouraged. You know, they need to. We we need to say, hey, you know, Little League is awesome. You know, but you know, if, 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 and it's a minority of coaches, it's a minority of people are doing this stuff. Same thing's happening in faith communities. You know, it's, 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 um, it's, it's scary. It's scary as an adult, you know, as parent trying to be, trying to, you know, to look out for our kids, you know, uh, and, and I, I think we're, I think we're excessively fearful of this stuff because crime until recently was indeed down. Um, but nonetheless, if if I hear if I hear stories of of, of kids being abused in, in 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 little league or in church youth groups or in you know fill in the blank music you know music activities, uh, I'm a bit edgy you know to to send my kids to groups like to stuff like this. But the problem with that is they're missing chances to socialize, and that's one of the things that this pandemic has taught us. Right? These kids, all of us need to be, need to be socialized, and if they and and if if it's not done in person, it's going to be online. You know, so you're listening to In Perspective. My name is Bob Branco and he's Peter Alchel. And our guest is Maria Martin talking about the pros and cons of 
getting involved with social media. Ray, I think we can welcome in our participants now. Do you have any welcome instructions in for them? I I do. Um, okay, so for raising your hand, it is uh, Alt Y on PC, Command or Option Y on Mac, Star Nine on telephone, and under the More tab for uh, for um, smartphones. And then as far as unmuting goes, it's Alt A on PC, Command Shift A on Mac, Star Six on telephone, lower left on smartphones. Um, Okay. You have anyone? Phone number ending phone number ending in five nine seven. You are up first. Hello. Calandra. Hi, Calandra. How are you? Hey, good. Um, I just wanted to comment on uh, somebody mentioned bullying on and off uh, places, including social media. Um, there was once a call that I never got a chance to attend, and it's called, Are You Being Bullied? And if anyone wanted to get on that call, it talks about being bullied, whether you're being cyber or school or whatever, and it gives you solutions on what to do with about it. And I... I do remember some instances where I've actually been picked on and bullied at some time, point in time, different times and stuff. But what I was thinking was that um, if anybody wanted to attend that call, I haven't attended it personally, but that will be the place to start. If you would like information on what to do. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Calandra. You know, you, you know, um, as Calandra, as, as Calandra was talking, it, it occurred to me, you know, we, we dare not be too negative on, about this stuff because uh, if for, for, for no other reason, because uh, this show would not be possible without this technology. Right. Well, as I said it, at the it, outset, it's it, it, it. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, Bob. As I said at the outset, I have the technology that I have to do things that are convenient. Right. I don't take advantage of all this technology. I, well, it, it serves a purpose. And you're right. Uh, my computer serves a purpose. I wouldn't be an author today if it weren't for technology. Right. I wouldn't be a podcaster like you were saying. Yeah. So there are a lot of good purposes for technology. And let me let me let me let me share another example of, of something that that recently happened. Um, um, somebody f f uh, sent me, sent a bunch of us a poem, which I loved, and uh, set it uh, uh, set a beat behind it. Uh, went to, went to a studio and set a beat behind it, and then uh, several of us uh, are reading the verses of the poem behind this beat which is in turn being mixed and put into this piece of music. And this all was done online. You know, we, we live all over the country. The, the, the poet's from Oregon. I'm from Missouri. The folks who are reading it are from New York and Wyoming and, and Missouri and Oregon, and I forgot where else. The person who's doing the mixing is in Connecticut. This all was done uh, using technology that even five or 10 years ago didn't really exist. 
And it's, you know, and you can, you can do amazing things with this technology. And I, you know, and I, I just want to make it really clear. I mean, I'm, uh, you know, I'm grateful for the folks at ACB who, who've created these, 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 uh, these uh, venues for, for, for podcasts. Um, again, that, that would not have, weren't available 10 or 15 years ago. So, you know, I, I always get nervous when we begin to criticize because there, there's so much positive stuff about this stuff that can be done that could not have been done. And by the way, it makes our lives as blind people so much easier, so much easier, you know, uh, whether it's research, um, you know, uh, you know, I, I, I pay most of my bills and I, I buy um, using, uh, using this technology. I don't have to write as many checks anymore. You know, uh, you know, for me, that's a definite plus. Um, and yet we have these problems that we've been talking about. Boy, I've seen me ranting today. Um, Ray, any, any other, uh, any other hands raised? Not at the moment. Okay. Maria, what are your thoughts on what was just discussed? Um, are you talking to me? Yeah. Maria. Maria. Oh, Maria. Okay. Sorry. I think technology is a wonderful thing if you use it for what it was made for. If it was made to help you, then by all means, go for it. I couldn't agree with you more. Exactly. Okay. Now, you talk about um, how when we were young, you know, our parents would say, are you going to, you know, watch too much television? We had the capability of turning it off. Just turning it off and walking away. These people who use all these social medias and stuff don't. They, 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 have have they still have the same capability, though. They do have the capability, but it's a different capability. The different capability. When you turned your television off, right, no one was speaking to you through the television. Your friend couldn't send you a text or you couldn't get an email from BJ's wholesaling saying that you have a coupon waiting for you. People will not turn off their cell phones. It's just not going to happen. Only if you have to, if it's 100% necessary. And that's the thing. You put your phone down. Okay, I put my phone down and beep, 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 beep. But I'm like, now what? And I open it and there's like 25 different emails, messages, alerts, and all that. It's like, stop. I don't care. I, I don't want to deal with it anymore. But I keep my phone on for emergencies. You know, because someone needs to get in contact with me. So it's kind of a different thing than turning off the television. Yeah, I... I there I, are I, instances... Uh, go ahead, I'm sorry. There going. are instances... There are instances where you need to have that phone on. My father just came back from the hospital. I had to keep that phone on all night long. What if I had to get in contact with the doctor or whatever? If I had turned that off, if something had happened, I would have never known. But I kept it on. And once again, luckily, nobody called. But still, once again... You have a coupon waiting or 50% off this or someone posted something on social media. It's like, oh, my God, just stop. I mean, some of it you just cannot 
turn off. And even if you try to unsubscribe to something, they still find you and they'll still get at you. So that's what I'm trying to say about it. There really isn't any escape from it. Uh, Maria, Maria, I wanted to focus a little bit on education in the classroom because there are issues there too. How much do you think teachers are trying to do with the children in the classroom to make sure that they don't bring those habits into the classroom? Or are they encouraging those habits based on the new brand of education we now have? Um, I, 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 I know in my school districts, um, they uh, strongly discourage the use of phones on uh, in class. In other words, it, you know, if you're if you're in class, your phone should be at, at the very least, uh, uh, you know, not on the desk where so that, you know, uh, you know, so that uh, so you, you can focus more on what's going on on the board or on the whatever on the on the overhead projector or whatever you want to call it. Um, but you know, it's it's uh, it's a bane to many teachers' existence because they can see that people are texting back and forth under the desk. But they're making an effort to say no phones in the classroom. But it's a lot harder. Mm. I mean, everything you're saying yeah. is right, Maria. I I, I agree with you. I, I I will share one one thing. You know, when I got my most recent phone, um, you know, you got one sound for a text and another sound for an email, another sound for oh. this, another sound for that. Yeah. And and I and what I realized for me, that was like totally distracting. And I said, the only thing I really want to know is if I if I get a text. You know, mm-hmm. everything else can wait. If it's a text, it's probably, you know, given given the given the culture that we find ourselves, you know, texts are important, you know, to to know that you have. Emails can wait. This is the way I look at it. You know, um, now, when we were growing up, there was no such thing as texts. And as you pointed out, you know, if somebody wanted to get a hold of you and uh, and they they might call you on the phone and you might not be there. So they might have to wait for a day or two before you get back, you know, but not, that's not the way the world works these days. You know, mm-hmm. you, you know, and and I think that, you know, we can argue about how effective or ineffective it is. Texts are the good news is that when texts are used well, they're wonderful. They, they cut through so oh, much silliness. But unfortunately. Um, you know, we use, sometimes we use texts far too often. I find myself, you know, engaging in a, in a, in a text and my basic response, wait, 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 this is ridiculous. I call the person on the phone. We get the problem solved in 30 seconds, but we don't model that in front of young people. You know, we don't, because it's easier just for us to, to send a text and to pick up the phone and, uh, and, and get more engaged in a conversation. It's, it's, it's somehow safer. Of course it isn't safer mm-hmm. at all. It isn't safer at all. Go ahead, Bob. Can I? Uh, no, yeah, yeah, Ray. Uh, I just want to add a comment or something. Yeah. Um, and it's simply this: like uh, a lot of people find there are some disabilities where communication through like speaking with their voice or using their voice is not as yeah um, as effective as texting. So they, you know, texting is their preferred method, and I think that's probably where you know the. The only problem with that, um, Ray, is if you're speaking, you're showing your emotion. You're showing how you feel about what you're saying. A text doesn't show that. Well, there are there are emoticons and things, but 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 Ray's point is exactly right. Strictly from a disability perspective, there are some people who really have trouble speaking. You know, there there are some people who really who really do function better with texts. 
yeah, folks, yeah, their uh, testing uh, ability is much more. Yeah, I mean, folks, folks, Sorry, folks on the fo- folks on the autism spectrum, for example, you know, they, they they just function better with texts. They just do, and and sometimes it's very frustrating. But you know, um, sometimes they they it's just easier for them, and and they're more effective. Their brain works better if they're texting than if they're on the phone. So mm-hmm. that's that's worth at least remembering. Thank you, Ray, for bringing that up. That's really true. Um, but again, how do you how do you find a way to create a better balance between the pluses and the the destructiveness of the of of some of this stuff? And that's that to me is the real question. We all agree there are problems. You know, um, I haven't heard anybody say uh, except for young people when they're just trying to tell us adults to shut up. You know. Um, you know, uh, that this, this ain't good. I mean, I think all of us understand that there's a real problem. The question is, what do we, first of all, as individuals do about it. And then what do we do as communities about it? You know, that, that, that to me is the real question. Uh, not so much that it's a problem. We, We know it's a problem. They know it's a problem. You know, as I said, the leaders of these organizations are saying to their kids, you can't do this. You know, we we know what the impact is. You 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 know, do something else. Play Monopoly, you know, whatever, you know, the stuff that we did or whatever it is. Go for a walk, you know, uh read a book, you know, uh you know Baseball. Talk, go bowling. Go bowling, you know, play play uh you know, uh talk to your friends in person, you know, all this stuff um that's happening less often. We need to we need to we need to do similar things with our kids, but of course that's a lot harder. But it has to start when they're young. It has to start when they are young. You can't start to do, I think something like this once they hit those teenage years and they're already used to it. So, you know, if you have a parent who's given a five-year-old a cell phone, don't give them a cell phone that's to insane. play a game or to watch a video. That's the problem. Because the parents are either too busy doing whatever it is they're doing, cooking, cleaning, working, whatever. So here you go. Here's the phone. Play with it. So you've got to stop them young. And that's the issue. Because when I see a mother at a playground with a two-year-old running around and she's sitting on the phone, I want to strangle her. I'm sorry. It's well, a terrible you, heard, thing, but... you heard the case this week where a three-year-old. Oh, my God. I don't want to talk about it. And Lowell. Yeah. Mm. You know, ran away from the babysitter and they found him dead. Mm-hmm. Yes, I know. That was not too far from me, actually, Bob. Lowell, right? Yeah, I'm in Billerica. No, but didn't so... this happen in Lowell? Or it did happen in Lowell. Right. The problem, the thing was, the babysitter went and took a shower while the two little kids were playing, and the little kid got out. You have to be on top of a little kid 24-7, 365, because they are going to do things. They're going to get out. They're going to get into things. So... I mean, people hear these things and they don't want their children to be anywhere but with them. And when they're with the parents, parents are just doing what they're doing and putting the kid with the telephone or a video game or whatever to keep them occupied. 
you know. Well, it, and it, 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 yeah. There's too much information. That's the problem. There's too much information. There is information everywhere. Growing up, we didn't know half the stuff that was going on. My kids are like, well, didn't you know about this in the 80s? I'm like, know what? I go, we had the newspaper and the news that was what? On at 5 o'clock and 11? And we were in bed by 11. <laughs> so we didn't know this stuff. They know too much. And the information that they're getting, all right, everybody's talking basically about the same thing, but they're all saying it differently. And they're all giving their own account of it and what they want you to believe. So it's just too much. It's too much. It's inundated everywhere we go. You go to the mall, they're flashing commercials now and television and do this, do that, and do that. It's too much. Society is basically telling us how to live. But it's it's not they. It's not they. This is this this is one of the issues that 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 really disturbs me. It's not they. It's we, right? We. We. We as a society. We as a society. Now it is true that there are there are there are there are the them who are using this to to make you know the commercials and all that stuff you just talked about. But it's it's not they. It's we. You know uh, the the problem with using that language, and I and I don't mean to be critical of 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 any of us, is if it's they, then it's not our problem. We we can we can complain about it, but we uh, but we can't do anything to solve it. You know, we do the same thing that they do. We as adults are on way too much. We've t- we've said this already. I'm, I'm just repeating it. We are on social media too much. We are. If we did nothing else but uh, get off social media from for. Stay on social media for say no more than say uh, thirty minutes a day when you're not at work. If we did nothing else but that, it would make a huge difference. Just oh, yeah. resolve that that yeah, while at work you have to do it because that's what the work situation is in many cases, and you know whatever. Okay, fine. But when we get home, if we were all to say as a society, we will not be on the so the, the the social media for more than half an hour on work days and an hour on weekends. The whole world would change. Oh, it would absolutely! Change. It would totally change. But who now, is it going to? Who is it going to come from? Exactly. You keep, who is it going to come from? Because let's face it, the government uses social media as much as anybody else. It's true. So does so does, so does big business. So that's does right. Yeah. So so there, everybody is using it, and nobody wants to say no to it. So Maria, you you have two young adults as children, and you were talking earlier about how the parents set the pace. Those are my words, but it's your meaning. So have you had a talk with your children about what they could do when they become parents? Is there a standard that you're setting for your children who potentially could be parents themselves? Can I tell you? These kids do not want to have children. Yeah. You talk to the majority of them, they don't want kids. But that they is don't what's... want to get married. They don't want to get married. They see society as 
a messed up place and they don't want to bring children into the world. I mean, I can't say, I don't know what the technology is going to be when they have kids. For all I know, we could all have chips in our heads. I don't know. I can't gauge because I don't know what's I don't know what's coming it, it, down it, the pipe. It, it, it's not it's not an unreasonable uh, supposition, Maria. It's not at all. You know, uh, you, you know, know? There, there's this wearable technology where you can wear a you know a pair of glasses and get information from from the glasses, or you can. That's what it, it is. It, there, there's this wearable stuff that's going on. That's right. Yeah. So yeah. I can't say to them, you know, this this smartphone could be obsolete next year. We don't know. So I really don't know what to tell them. I don't know what the future is going to hold. They may be all George Jetson by then and I'll be gone. I I, I really cannot give you an answer. We there have is about, no answer to that. We, we have about a half a minute. So do you have any final thoughts, Maria, before we conclude? Just engage with your kids, you know? Tell them not to be worried about what someone says on the telephone. Get off the TikTok. I mean, go outside. Be a person. If you're sitting next to your friends, don't text. Have a conversation. Don't be sitting there in the same room playing a video game. Talk. Go out. It helps social skills. Yeah, that social skills are really good. Mm-hmm. They can't write a check. They can't spell. Half of them don't even know how to you do cursive anymore. They're taking it all away. Well, th- so, th- this is another conversation right of time. But the question is, how important is it for people to to write cursive? That's uh, a serious question. How it's not taught in many no, schools anymore. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, Bob, I know I we're mean, we don't yeah, we to, are, yeah. yeah, we anyway. don't have to write anymore. No, we don't. Maria, it's been an inspiration having you back. We want you to come back on in the future. This is a great topic. And I don't think there is anything at the moment that we can safely say uh, by definition that we can do about this problem. I really think it's complicated. It's complex. It involves a lot of different generations getting together and figuring this out. And I don't know what can be done, but we want to thank you for your insight. We also want to thank, thank you. you know, Ray and, and Peter and our participants as well for making this a great show today. Next week, we're going to get into a very heavy topic. Um, I'm good friends with a Russian lady. She's from Brooklyn, I think, Brooklyn or New York City. She's coming on the show to talk about the war on Ukraine. Should be an interesting mm. show next week on Introspective. Thanks, everybody. Go safe with God's abundant blessings. Stay safe. Take care. Get off of Facebook and play with your dog.